You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, everyone? Paul Vaslakis, Salvatore Cusmano, Brad Epstein, Wise Gerber. Whoa. That's, that's that, tough. That, that's, all right. You got Let's too much. Start. What's up? <laughs> I mean, you're holding on to that mustache, man, a little too long, bro. Yeah, I realize this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, whoa. All right. So, we've got a special episode here. We've got the uh, up and comers, uh, Inked Michigan Realty, Chris Hubble. And Tony Rodriguez. What's up, boys? That's right. What's, What's up? What's up? Thanks for having us on here. Yeah. So I say up and coming because you guys are doing some really cool stuff in the space. Uh, I, I sat down and met with you guys. I'm like, man, I'm really interested in what you guys are doing. You guys are building a good brand. So I want to talk to you about like what your thought process was with that. I also want to talk about how in the hell you two got together because you guys are starkly different humans <laughs> just by looks. <laughs> right? So that, that's why we click so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very interesting. You guys are interesting. Yeah, so I mean, it it kind of all stems back to childhood for us. Um, so me and Tony actually both grew up in Kego Harbor, so we've known each other since we were what, like third, third eight, grade, eight years yeah. old. Oh, like you guys um, go way back. Yeah, I so mean, we, we were egging houses together. Yeah, like <laughs> we, uh, we, we we grew up together. Like we were real close friends um, throughout middle school, high school. Used to skateboard throughout Kego Harbor together. Okay, um, used to. Uh, am I allowed to swear on the show? I swear as well, yeah. <laughs> we, we used to fuck shit up um, and kind of hadn't talked for maybe 15 years or so um, and then had a closing together recently and things just kind of started yeah, to click recently. from there. So, I mean, it was literally what closing was probably four, four and a half months, months ago. ago. Yeah. Um, yep. So he brought a buyer to one of my listings and, I mean, that's the first time we had seen or talked to each other in probably 15 years. Um, and in, in doing that, we realized that there was a lot of things that each of us were doing that kind of were similar. Um, so the the most important thing being that we both had a relationships uh, over transactions mindset. Um, so we both kind of cared about our clients more than we cared about the transaction. And in talking about it, we actually realized that we were both following the same free coaching program, oh, um, which okay. is a guy named Ricky Cruz who does Zero to Diamond. And I mean, it's it's all about it's a building, game changer. Yeah, it's it's all about building that mindset. And to to see that both of us kind of had that same mindset, we just kind of started talking about possibly sharing an office space. Um, Tony has a boxing gym and above the boxing gym they were going to be leasing out some office space so we were just kind of hey once they get that ready you want to stay at remax i stay over at exp and we just kind of you know split expenses and just work out of a little <clears throat> studio yeah you know that lasted for about four minutes. Um, and then it was like, bro, why don't you just fucking join Inked Michigan Realty? Like, I mean, I, I need somebody to help me build this brand. And, and who better to do this with than one of my childhood friends, you Absolutely. know? Um, so we kind of started talking a little more on that front. And things just kind of have exploded pretty quickly here for yeah, us. Yeah, so. kind of overnight. It's that's awesome. And I, I do want to <coughs> talk to you about uh, how you built your brand, obviously. I think that's uh, interesting. because One kinda... tattoo at a time. I got a couple of them. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, am I allowed to take my shirt off on there? I don't, I don't know. How's that work? No. Actually, you're not. <laughs> your girl might get married, though. So, yeah. So I talked about how you guys built your brand. I want to talk about your approach to the market right now. 
and it's a little bit different. It's not a little bit different. You guys are just actually executing it pretty well, which I think is interesting. Uh, I also, for us, I want to talk about you know the, the market and how that, how you see that affecting you. Is it an effect? Or are you guys just doing what you got to do and just moving forward on that? So let's start with with brand because you guys have a cool logo. You guys have a cool different like like younger type thing going on. So you know a lot of teams will start off their name like you know like. Uh, Whatever it is, Bill, Bill Smith, yeah. uh, they're using a name or something. Bill Smith group, right, or or whatever it is. And, and so, talk to me about what your thought process was when you started the brand. More than anything, okay. So, uh, I, I've been licensed a little over two years now. When I first got licensed, I was with Keller Williams, and I I sat down with a team at Keller Williams, kind of started cold calling with them for a few days and realized, you know, like if, if I'm going to do this, like I, I want to build a legacy for me and my family. I want to, to build my own brand. I don't want to build myself underneath somebody else. Um, so I kind of went off on my own and started figuring things out when I made a switch over to exp realty, which was at my one year anniversary. I, that's when I kind of started thinking brand, um, everybody that's out there, like you said, most, most of the teams out there are under a name of some mm-hmm. sort. So right. it's, it's really difficult for people to be a part of a team when the team is directly <clears throat> tied to the team leads name. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously yep. I'm covered in tattoos. So that was something that I can't hide. And I decided, you know, why, why don't I just brand myself after that? Um, so that's kind of where Inked Michigan Realty came from. Um, the whole, the whole idea of it started there. And for the first, eight, nine months, it was just kind of me pushing that brand and putting everything I had into building that brand until the point that it attracted somebody like Tony to come over and then and then kind of teaming up with him, bringing him in as a co-founder and continuing to build that brand. And I mean, like I said, things have just kind of taken off since then. But I mean, having a brand that others can be a part of, I think that's a huge thing that a lot of teams are missing. Um, being able to brand ourselves by Inked Michigan Realty with this cool logo as opposed to Chris Hubble Realty or the Chris Hubble Group, you know, it, it just doesn't work the same. People don't want to be a part of my name. People want to be a part of a cool brand that mm-hmm. you can put on a T-shirt and and actually enjoy wearing around. So, is it a requirement to have tattoos to work for you? We're, we're thinking about making it <laughs> somewhere. You got to get inked on your <laughs> house. I, I, think, I think it's a, a sore topic. I don't think we could <laughs> legally require that. But or if you don't have a tattoo when you make your first sale, you go you get, get a tattoo one. right on the ass cheek. It's, well, it's, yeah. it's an office hour. It's an office hour. We've got a new partner coming in uh, September first, and we've we've definitely talked about uh, hey, when when are you getting your first uh, first tattoo? Yeah, and I know your your partner coming in so. is not inked at all. <laughs> No, no, not at not all. No. Not, not a single <laughs> tattoo. So you got to change that. Know, at least so. a henna tattoo or something. <laughs> I, I, I got a brother that's a tattoo artist, so we, we, <laughs> we can make it happen. So, <laughs> so, so obviously, <laughs> you started the brand, um, and, and since then, you you made a conscious decision. And, and for you know, a lot of people listening out there, they listen all over, and they probably do real estate. They probably are, are consumers. But the the cool thing about you guys is. You, uh, you you basically were like you know what I'm I'm gonna build my business off of my brand and off of marketing and then everything will kind of roll down from there right which is interesting because most people are just like you know I need to do this X Y and Z and they they don't they kind of think about about, about marketing and brand last mm-hmm. you know what Absolutely. I mean which is it's which is backwards in my opinion I think you're doing it the right way which is I think is it's interesting so talk to me about your strategy I mean you guys are having some good growth right yeah uh, and what is your strategy and what do you like for new guys out there that are even thinking about doing something in the space. Why are you doing why you're, what you're doing, and how how are you being effective at it? Can you ask one question? 
Yeah, those are three. That was like five. Yeah, so I mean, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, there's there's one thing that's more important to I, I think both of us, um, even even bigger than the marketing side of things. I mean, the whole putting putting our clients first and putting that relationship in front of everything else we do. I think that's, that's been kind a of a huge. We part. want our brand to be yeah, based I mean, on. That's, you know? that's been a huge part of who we are and what we strive to be. I mean, the fact that we we close deals with our clients and like. I, I consider most of my clients friends at the end of a deal. I mean, they, they all have my personal number and like I would totally be cool hanging out with most of my clients because that's what we're trying to do is is build relationships, build long-lasting relationships and always making that more important than the transaction. Um, but I think that's a part of why our marketing has been so successful. We're not the same cookie-cutter real estate agents that most people are used to and I think that's what kind of separates us from the rest and has allowed us to to grow so quickly. You know what's interesting, Sal, is like we're, we are seeing kind of like you know you're you've got your uh basic real estate agent that's suited up that's like you know mm-hmm. uh they drive the nice car they have the nice i mean it's like you know they've got it's there's a thing that goes on with real estate agents but we're starting to see more and more actual like like who people are their personality mm-hmm. people are kind of shedding authenticity yeah they're kind of shedding the whole i have to wear a suit every day i have to yeah, you know, be this certain type of person to be a real estate agent that that cookie cutter type mold that, that people are I feel like people are starting to break out of that. Yeah, I think so. I think authenticity um has been pretty rare in the past, right? Um it's mostly hey, like I want I'm a professional real like I it's always funny when someone says I'm a professional real mm-hmm. estate agent. Or like everybody well, wants What to else would you be? Fake it till you make it, you know. <laughs> Just yeah. a, yeah. you know, like it, yeah, being it's, professional isn't necessarily tied to the way. That, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not necessarily tied to the way you look or present yourself, right. right? I mean, when we first started doing what we were doing, um, we were always suited up every day, and I don't think it was a bad move. But at the same time, we um, didn't know shit. Well, when we first started, we had to wear a suit every day. Yeah, before but, we before we started our thing. But no, listen, it, it was it. it was it worked for what we were trying to do back then. Yeah. We were walking into offices, and look, there's something to be said to be like to dress professionally. Oh, absolutely, right? I mean, yeah. that first impression for yeah. sure. Yeah, but but at the same time, I think things are changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you you also, with that being said, I mean, you attract essentially what you what you put out there, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, are younger people who are buying now, and and that definitely shows, like, hey, I'm like you, man. I'm not exactly. this like stuffy suit right, behind right. a desk or whatever. And I think like, the younger buyers get intimidated by that, <clears throat> you know, like oh, maybe the, this sure, guy's just trying to sell me something or right. he knows a lot more than me, you know, and uh, it just can be intimidating, you know. Well, you know, like imagine someone walking into like Chase Bank or something. They get the guy behind the counter with the blue suit with the name tag on, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like I can't tell him like I'm worried about my credit score. Or right. Like yeah. I can approach someone in a T-shirt and be like, listen – just tell me what's yeah. up. It's like yeah. you're talking to another Underwriter's real life person, you know. Until we yeah. put it up there, so let's talk about you know what we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say a lot For of sure. people think you know they go by that vague phrase, "fake it till you make it," and I think it's just more about just being yourself, being honest. You know, yeah. you know, if you don't know something, let somebody know. I don't know, but I'll find out. But you know, just be honest and transparent. That's I think a, that's yeah. huge, right? Yeah, now. a lot of people yeah. want to pretend like they have all the answers, mm-hmm. and that gets a lot of people in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like anybody listening out there, like if you don't have the answer, the worst thing you can do is give the wrong answer. You Get yourself caught in a lie, or like what? You know? I remember. I'll tell you a little quick story. When I first started in the business, I said, I said, like. I was an idiot. So I was young. I was working at Quicken and I would tell people, oh my God, we have the same birth date. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I had to cry at once. And I, I was like, oh my God, we have the same birthday. And then it was actually my birthday. And I was like, oh, it was my birthday yesterday. She's like, I thought we had, a, we had the same birthday. And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, you know what? I'm done doing that, man. I, I don't need it. Nobody, you don't need to do that. It was my real birthday. I was young. So I just was trying to find ways. And I would always yeah. tell people I was in the business longer than I was. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I remember just, I, I felt really insecure in, in my, where I was in my, in my business. And it, in my opinion, now, Looking back, there, there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, I'm really hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking ass right now, and this is I'm my first year, mm-hmm. right?" And those are the people that get noticed, though. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. So I mean, I think things have changed a little bit in our industry, where you know, authenticity is, and that that goes back to you making your videos, you doing your marketing, and all. And it all has to be authentic, in my opinion. Like, if you start seeing, if like we all of a sudden did like a weird ad where like we look, we're wearing like suits and we look like, you know, the Bernsteins on, on television, <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. You know <laughs> the I mean? Bernstein Bears? No, the, the lawyers. Oh. Call Sam Bernstein. It was Call Sam. I, that went over my head. Sorry. Continue. It fell into your mustache. It did. It did. <laughs> you got something in there. Yeah. So, so talk to me about your digital marketing because obviously that's that's a big part of what you guys are doing. Um, what's your what's your take on it? What what's your strategy and why are you doing it the way you're doing it? So, I mean, first <laughs> off, let's say it's it's 2019, correct? The last I checked. No, so, so I mean, not. people people need to stop marketing to people like it's. 1988. Yeah. I mean, All right. I, I can't tell you how many times I stumble across a listing where there's just downright terrible photos. And how about that sepia one? Yeah, there was, <laughs> I, li- I literally stumbled across a photo like two weeks ago of a the house main for sale photo. Waterford. The main photo of it had a sepia filter on it <laughs> and lo- looked like the wild, wild west. Like, I'm sorry, but we're in Michigan, Waterford, Michigan. We're not in the wild, wild west. Like, this is 2019. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And like, People need to start understanding that if that's the way that your realtor is marketing your house, please fire them. And it's I mean, okay to is, fire your realtor. Yeah, like that is that's not okay. You're you're paying this person a commission to effectively market your home to get you top dollar and quick, and that's the way that they market your home. And I I think that's a slap in the face to to anybody that's hiring a realtor that's doing that. Um so what we do, I mean, we really focus on the digital side of things. So I mean, Facebook, Matterport tours, videography, and high definition photos. I mean, that's that's realistically it shouldn't it shouldn't be something special, but unfortunately, it is. I mean, there's not enough agents that are doing these things. Um, but but that's how you. Why get don't homes. you think more agents are, aren't doing that? I'm just curious. It takes more work. It, it, I think work, and they're just scared to learn how to use these things. Honestly, I think so many agents have been sold the old way of being a real estate agent that but i've been doing this 35 years yeah and i mean yes cold cold calling works i'm not gonna argue that as far as calling for sale by owners and expireds i think people hate it um i think you come across as a telemarketer yeah Mm -hmm. some people still find success in it but i think even that's going away um circle prospecting is what we do so i mean we we come from a place of help i mean we call people and we just sincerely try to help them we we never call fizbos trying to get a listing or call an expired trying to get a listing we call around listings that we have and just see if there's anything in the world that we can do to help people. Um, and I mean, that's a completely different approach. But back to to the marketing side of things, I mean, it's just it's what you need to do in 2019 to get a property the correct exposure. I mean, doing a Matterport tour allows somebody to see the inside of the house from the comfort of their couch. And I mean, let's face it, Americans are lazy as fuck. 
nobody wants to leave their house unless they know that they're interested in that house. So, I mean, by being able to sit on your couch, walk through a house like you're there in person. Mm -hmm. I got a call last week on one of our listings in Sterling Heights. He starts chatting to me about the house. Hey, can we schedule a showing? We're prepared to come in at this offer. So like they already had an offer in mind before seeing the house in person because they were able to walk through the house yeah, from the comfort huge. of their own couch. And I mean <laughs> the the exposure that this is getting our listings um, in addition to the videography that we're doing and posting these videos to social media and correctly being able to market on social media is another huge thing. And I mean, you're getting more serious people walking through your listings too. Yeah, I mean it, know, it, not just showing up, wasting time, knowing mm. – before, you know, when they schedule it, oh, I'm probably not going to like this, but let's schedule it anyway, you know. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. can actually walk through and get that feel for Just so the audience inside. understands, Matterport is this system by which you take this camera, it's, the, it's like 360 degrees, and you basically put it through the whole house so that when you, when you go to look at the house, you're basically, it's like a virtual tour, but it's a very high level. It's like a video tour. game. It's you, like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. literally you're walk like, oh, through shit, the house. You can up. walk through the house step by step, see everything there yeah. is to see of the house. I mean, it's... It's damn near being there in person. It's uh-huh. like what Google does with their the strap that big old dome on top of the cars. Correct. The it's a lot yeah. like that. So Street it's like view. the Google version of, <laughs> yeah. of home. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I think that's a lot of that is important. Uh, but you know, I, I don't, it's funny to me because not as many people use the technology. And it's been around, yeah. you know, for a few years. And honestly, like Matterports are very few and far in between. I, I don't stumble across many mm-hmm. listings no. where they're used, but I mean, like, the success... it takes time. Yeah, this, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it takes a couple hours to shoot one, but I mean, the success that we've had with the listings that we use with that, I mean, honestly, in the last... Since we've partnered up, um, most of our listings are under contract in the first week and yeah. i mean all of i can i can tie all that back to our digital marketing and our matterport tours um and what we do on facebook and our videography i mean and and what we do on facebook isn't isn't the same as what everybody else does i mean a, a lot of people that are on facebook boosting post i mean they just don't know how to do it the right way i mean there's there's more they hit boost and they think yeah, they're I mean, doing something you if, know, if, if you're boosting post on facebook please stop <laughs> you're, wasting, you're, your you're wasting your money you're throwing your That's money in a you bucket of no not not at all um <laughs> But like, I mean, if, if you take the time to, to learn how the Facebook algorithms work and learn how to, to actually take advantage of it, I mean, it's, it's powerful shit. I mean, in the past, I, I tried what a lot of realtors are doing and just threw money at Facebook without understanding how it works. And, you know, I also chalked it up as a loss and was like, you know, Facebook ads don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently, three months ago, came across a guy that was essentially doing paid for you services and I reached out to him and I was like, look, like Facebook to me is super important to be hyper local. You're in Australia. I'm not going to pay you to do my Facebook advertising, but I would like to learn what you're teaching or what you're doing. Um, so I actually was able to convince him to start doing a class and I took his course as he was preparing the first ever course that he prepared and now it's completely changed his business model and he no longer does done for you services and he only does the coaching well think about things, the, the like, population of people out there that don't understand you're facebook <laughs> yeah, you're right. there's a huge i mean there's a huge population of people out there that can benefit from using because look, look facebook facebook is a very very powerful tool it, there's no way around it and it's the same tool that he has in australia that yeah yeah you know that reached us over here to right. market motor oil and they've right? been collecting all of our data for the last 20 years yeah. i mean the the power that is there the power <clears throat> behind facebook's algorithm is incredible but like if you don't understand that like you're not going to see the benefits of it um and i mean if if you guys don't want to take a look at facebook and how powerful it is i mean please don't because i mean that that gives <laughs> yeah. us more power you know, you know we're so but, lucky though because 
it's cheap right now, you know, to advertise on Facebook. It's fucking cheap. That's just, it's going to go up. You know, people are just catching on now and, uh, we're lucky to be able to pay what we pay for to, to do advertising on Facebook. Yeah, so, think about you know? that. So Gary V talks about that all the time. There's a lot of things about Gary V that I, I agree with, and there's things mm-hmm. I don't agree with. But this is one thing I do, uh, and we talked about this. It's like buying beachfront property at pennies on the dollar right yeah. now because n- there's no the, – the, the, because the way that it works is you're basically the more people spend money, the more expensive it's going to end up getting, right? It's yep. like TV advertising, right? If the it's if like anything, like, it's like anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if like if I want to like advertise during the Super Bowl, well, there's so much competition, it's going to cost me a million bucks, right? They call it supply and demand, I think. Right? Yeah. That's a whole yeah, thing, something like that. <laughs> but right now, like even like the big companies aren't really like under like the crazy thing to me is. Coca-Cola, these companies, they might have marketing teams, but they don't really get Facebook all well, that well. Yeah. What's kind of awesome to a degree is Facebook doesn't tell you. Right. Facebook doesn't like have oh, this no. like coaching session on no, how to utilize it, it to the max. It you have yeah. to like crack the code, right? Yeah. And once you do that, like you're in this this thing. But Facebook could probably make a fuck ton of money if they figured out, hey, we're gonna open this up <laughs> to you guys and but it would dilute the effectiveness yeah. of the advertising because everyone would do it, right? Absolutely. So, and they, and they do have a section of their, of their yeah of their site that teaches you all this stuff. But I mean, it's it's not in a way that can be as effective as like right. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was me stumbling across somebody that was doing it the right way mm-hmm. and learning what he does. And I mean, the power behind that has been incredible. It's like, dude, it's like running <clears throat> DU, right? You got to understand, like, okay, you have all these different factors. Yeah, right? it doesn't tell you like, it's like if you DU. do this, it will yeah. go right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So it's the same thing. So you got to understand God, from just fuck. Up. It's, fucked up. It's, it's kind of easier though. So is Facebook. Four or five years ago, it was a lot more. Facebook's fucked up. Like, like you got to under, like you got it's trial and error a lot of times. And it's, and it's always changing the algorithm. And, and then it's like, oh, we're just going to change this. And it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And they yeah. don't tell you when they're changing. We, it. we, we just had an algorithm change a week ago, and it's it's thrown thrown everything of mine off. And now we got to relearn and do more split testing. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things with it is like. You have to split test. You have to do testing on so Facebook. Explain to the be audience effective. what that means. So split testing is essentially going to be putting up an ad and then making a minor change to it. So maybe switching the photo you're using for the ad, maybe switching your target audience and doing a test with the two of those, running those two ads for four days so that Facebook kind of puts it through its entire algorithm. Don't change it after the first day because it hasn't had time to go through its algorithm. And then once you've gone through those four days, at that point, you then take a step back, look at those two ads, see which one's performing best. You turn the other one off. And then what do you do? You make another split test. You keep Um, splitting the test, right? Yeah, and you you keep doing it and you keep striving for better results. And, I mean, eventually you get to a point where you might not be able to go any further. But, I mean, it's it's something that you've always got to be testing to try and and beat that last ad. You can't just make one ad and then just think you're done. Yeah, and and I'm I'm guilty of this. I mean, before running across this guy's course and, like, doing this, I mean, I was somebody that, like – I put up what I thought was a perfect ad, put money behind it, and called it a Sprayed day, and, and it failed. Yeah. <laughs> it failed miserably. You know, I spent thousands of dollars and didn't get a single lead out of it. But like, you make the smallest change, like something you wouldn't even think matters, and all of a sudden you're getting leads. And I mean, yeah. it's it's incredible. But like, unless you understand that, and unless you understand that, like, Facebook's algorithm takes four days to get t- through the algorithm, and that like, don't touch it after you start it, or even something as simple as when you make a Facebook post and then you realize that you made a grammatical error four minutes later and you tweak it and it, change it, it and fucks correct everything that, up. it fucks up the algorithm <laughs> and then your post doesn't get the same reach you that it was might, going you to might before. As well so you might as well it. delete it yes. and recreate it. the entire thing. Done so think about this, guys. Like this is the, the, like I, I, I was I, I have grammatical errors all the time and I'd make a change. I'm like, 
And once you do that, it's over. Yeah. It literally, once you edit a post after posting it. Oh, he fucked the whole thing. Paul, why, why are you making us give out our secrets here, though? I mean, come <laughs> on. Nobody's going to do it. No. Well, All this info is out there. People you know, just like, don't do it. Every, yeah, this info is out everywhere. It's everywhere. Everyone talks about it. No, Nobody does it because exactly. it's hard. And it's, I mean, there's, so there's uh, nine other people that are taking the course that I was referring to at the same time as me. And, like, the guy... The guy has been reaching out to me, like asking to use me as an example, because like most people don't take action. I mean, mm. even the people that have the same material in front of them as I have aren't taking any action with it. And obviously, if you're not taking action, you're not going to see any results. So, well, because like, it's hard, because it takes time, mm-hmm. and, and people are happy and commitment, right? You have and to be yeah, obsessed, right? And and a, a lot of people. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are, are afraid to be on camera. Um, and video is is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, being on video, video is something is you have to do. Got to be able to put yourself and, out there. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> mustache and all, and it's <laughs> and it's awkward. Like the first couple times you do it. I mean, I I thought. The first one I did was terrible. Um, I spent two hours making it. Um, but I mean, you do a couple of them, you get more comfortable in front of the camera. And like, I made my market Monday that I did on Monday. Like, I had no time Monday to make a video, but I knew like, Hey, you know, I started this market Monday thing. I've got to live up to this because it's not a one and done. Like, you've got to stay consistent with this stuff. And that's how you so, build your audience. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I, I found a half an hour. I shot a video in 12 minutes and I edited a video in the other 18 minutes. And there you go. You've got a video. But like at the end of the day, like people make excuses. People make excuses. I don't have the time. I, I don't, I'm not well enough dressed to be on camera to stop making excuses and do the damn shit. Yeah. So, so yeah. what's funny is what ties all this back to what you said earlier. Like <clears throat> it's okay to fire your agent. Like yeah. think about it. <laughs> You're going to pay the same no matter what. Yeah. Why would you? hire someone who's just like yeah i'll put it on the mls and you're discrediting your clients you know i mean yeah. well there's so many platforms not even that they're doing a bit that's what they do mm-hmm. right it's not they might be they might do a ton of business too right. but if you're a client and you're thinking about selling your house like what is what are they going to do for you someone yeah. might have like a good network in a certain area right i understand that and they don't necessarily have or need to to do that to maybe sell that house mil- yeah. but yeah yeah you got to think of the mass public, right? And like, there might be a better buyer who's not mm-hmm. part of that network that saw something on Facebook or you know the professional photos, a Matterport, yeah, all the shit that you get for free. I don't even want to say for free, but you get it for the same price, mm-hmm. which is crazy with real estate. Is you you pay the same price essentially, right? Mm-hmm. You might get it, and you have takes a pictures vast, with your phone. You, but know? you have a vast array of different options. Absolutely, yeah. so let's right? talk about that. How? <clears throat> As a as a as a regular person trying to sell or thinking about selling your home, where where do they go? Where where is the first place? Like so, like we're all in the industry, right? But like remove that from your brain for a second. Where would you go to to find an agent? It's, it's like, hard. How, it's, it's hard to say because you're going to ask somebody. Probably ask yeah. a yeah, friend. Probably yeah. hit up a friend. Or you something. know, uh, who you use? Most people probably but, so that, that like as a millennial or something. It, listen, if you have a house to sell it, most likely your past realtor if it went okay. Right. Or if they're staying in touch well, with you. There's a lot of realtors. Yeah. They sell you house and you don't hear from well, them. Well, yeah. Again. Two or three times around on some deals I'm doing now, right? It's like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to work with them yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times right now, everyone thinks they can sell their home themselves. So they find the realtor at Meyer. It's in the, the sign section where there's a for sale yeah. by owner sign. A lot of buyers just call the agent, the listing mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, that's what it, I did and they might not end house. up buying that home and they don't have any loyalty or stick to that agent because they did nothing for them other than answer a phone and show a house. Yeah. They're yeah. not helping them essentially, right? I, I think it's – I personally, I think people go to who's top of mind. 
Oh, I just, I, just, I just heard this radio ad. Yeah. I just saw this thing on Facebook. I just saw this, whatever it is. So being top of mind and being in front of your audience is super, super important because when they're in that emotional state where they want to do something like that, they go to the first name that pops up in their head or they see or yeah. whatever it is. Oh, I want to sell my house. Oh, I'm going to call this guy. Oh, the tattoo oh, right. guys. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. now, Those guys are the, tats. the general them. public is mostly seeing stuff through Zillow, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. why there's so many Zillow leads and this and that. But as Facebook evolves and might become the next platform, I mean, Facebook Marketplace, like when it first came out, I'm like, fuck this. It's stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like people selling Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's legit. No, you're right. I yeah. sold a car on Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. in like a week. There's so much you can do on there now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Facebook's powerful. and I All think, they have to do is, you know, Facebook homes. Mm-hmm, yeah. be crazy. Yep. Yeah. Send a message. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't. You know, millennials, they prefer I mean, to chat or talk to someone on the phone, you know? Yeah, nobody wants to talk on the yeah, phone. Yeah, and, and Facebook already dabbles in it. I mean, you can you can list your home on Facebook as far as, like, yeah. on Marketplace yeah, and yeah. that. And I believe they even have IDX integration for MLSs, um, RealComp, which is our MLS. I know they, they don't do that yet, but I think in, in certain areas there are MLSs that actually do here's up the, Here's the beauty Facebook. of Facebook, just so everybody out there that's listening can understand this. The beauty of Facebook is the barrier of entry to do it is actually very low and and anybody can do it and have success to it if they if they commit to it right the problem is the commitment and all the work mm-hmm. it takes but but the reality is a guy like you made a decision to utilize this tool and get really good at it and master it and that's what and you're evolving and getting better and better at it but like it's not like this thing that's unattainable for Someone starting yeah, out. Anybody I mean, can do it. Just just take action. I mean, start and don't give up. I mean, the the biggest thing is is like everybody tries it and then they don't see immediate results and instant gratification and they give up. And mm-hmm. like that's not what it's about. This is about branding. This is about building a brand. And I mean, you you have to learn how to utilize Facebook because I mean, there's there's no better platform to build a brand than Facebook right now. And what people have to understand, brand is different than getting leads. Yeah, it's way yeah, different. Yeah. It's way different. So a lot of people in the industry, when when we talk about, to them about marketing, it's like, hey, you know, what are you what are you looking for? Well, I need to get leads every month. Well, it's the, or do you want to have a brand? They're two yeah. different things. Something that I think is cool about your brand as well is you could have got an office in Royal Oak. You could have got an office somewhere where everything is quote unquote happening right to the to most people. But yeah. you chose a different place. So talk about that real quick. So our office is in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. So obviously a lot of you think Pontiac and Yuck. just think of urban decay and the crime that it's had. Um, so, uh, I think <laughs> yeah. about the bars, do they? <laughs> so Tricky I mean, me, me, me personally, we actually bought our first house in Pontiac in a historic district about two and a half years ago. And two and a half years ago, this was prior to, this was actually what made me become a real estate agent was me buying my first home. Um, so I wasn't even a licensed real estate agent at the time, but I started, like I stumbled across a house in Pontiac and started looking into it and started to see a sign of, hey, you know, like Pontiac's going to come back. Yeah. Um, I took a leap of faith. And then, I mean, a year later, like saw kind of how it was growing. And I mean, that's kind of where we are with the business side of thing. I mean, like I... I live in Pontiac. I work in Pontiac. I play in Pontiac. I love Pontiac. And it's going through revival right now. And I mean, honestly speaking, like, think of the potential that Pontiac has. I mean, it's it's one of the oldest inland cities in the state of Michigan. I think it actually is the oldest yeah, inland city is. in the state yeah. of Michigan. Founded in, I want to say, 1818. I early 1800s. Yeah, early, <laughs> early 1800s. Um, but there's so much history there. And it's just, I mean, it's been covered with urban it's decay. It's kind of insane. But, 
because it's surrounded. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes. It's and at one point it was booming. I mean, yeah. blue, I mean, got, the seventies it was booming. You go in two miles right. south and there's some of the biggest houses in so, yeah. Oakland yeah. County. It's funny, just so everybody understands, that's national or, or out of the not in the area. Uh, D- Detroit and Pontiac were very similar in the fact that there were the the very very. I mean, you cross a line and you're in super affluent area, and then all of a sudden you're in decay, like you said. And there was a, there was a very stark contrast. And the weird thing about Pontiac. Is it's located in such a perfect spot? You've yeah. got all the highways right there. It's kind of yeah. it's a lot like Detroit, so it's it's almost like a mini Detroit in our area. Yeah, in, in yeah. That, in and that like sense. a lot of the street names are the same. Even a lot of the old yeah. architects, you know, yeah. were building in Detroit and Pontiac. Like, yeah, there's so many similarities that people don't realize. Yeah, Pontiac is a is a mini Detroit, and it's it's nice but to see a little bit of a revival there. Like you said, there's a lot of opportunity, right? Like one of our best yeah. partners, United Shore, which is essentially the largest lender in the country at yeah. this point, yeah. right? It, Put their headquarters there. They're expanding it. And they did that for a reason. 200,000 square foot or? No, no, 900,000 square foot, Sal. Like a huge project. (laughs) So, and they're, they're actually going to be like, yeah. And they just bought the building across the street. Well, yeah, that's the 900,000 square foot. They're going to put like a bridge across. across Bridge across South Boulevard. It's going to be like Somerset Mall. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, it's going to bring an additional, I think, 3,000 employees is what they're projecting. Like, which, you know, like those people are going to have to find somewhere to live. So, I mean, like. Yeah, they're doing some good stuff. It's a matter of time. I mean, it's not an if Pontiac's coming back. It's a when. Yep, and like, I sure. mean, if you don't believe me, come down here, check it out. Like, I mean, it's it's There's happening. There's some cool stuff. So. And, and look at what like, what's cool. It's it's almost like a like history repeats itself, right? Yeah. Like, look at what Quicken in downtown. I mean, yeah. dude, downtown is fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. and it like just when I started there, I remember going down Woodward, right where the Quicken headquarters was, and it was like. It was eerie, mm-hmm. right? Like no, all the the storefronts. I mean, they were the buildings were bought and they were just sitting there waiting Boarded to get up. renovated. Yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, dude, they're it's like a little mini like Michigan it's, Ave in Chicago, right? Oh and yeah. Now, like, think of Pontiac, and I'm sure there's plans there. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why exactly. not? In the next. center of Oakland exactly County. Next. Yeah. I mean, so, that's so real quick. I mean, you guys also have something going on because we're running out of time. I want to make sure we hit on it. You guys potentially might be doing a little bit of a show. Can we talk about that? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're we're to it's the like point a where... uh, bachelor for real estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Tony are now both officially yeah. single. Thanks, Tony. Sorry, babe. To be like my Tinder. Dude, yeah, exactly. Right? Um, so Pick no, um, we we actually got approached by Studio Center Entertainment um, about a possible reality TV show. So the process was essentially we. We had an initial Skype interview. Um, at the end of the Skype interview, they told us they would reach out to us within about a month. So we were expecting at least a couple of week wait. Three days later, we had contracts in our inbox um, to sign talent hold agreements so that we can't work with any other producers. And then followed up with another Skype interview shortly after. And Two now they're working. Later. Yeah, so now they're working on a sizzle reel right now to pitch to network executives at. Um, television stations such as HGTV, Magnolia, Discovery. I so mean, why, do you think the, they, why, why do you think they chose you, Yahoo's? Because we're different. so much organic got, story there. You've got the Hispanic pretty boy that has a non-profit <laughs> boxing gym. You've got the white, the crazy white guy that's covered in tattoos with an adorable three-year-old son that's like trying to build his business in Pontiac, which nobody else wants to do anything with. And then yeah. we have our our secret partner that you guys will find out a little bit more about come September 1st that... It's got a little fruitiness. Yeah, a little fruitiness <laughs> to him and owns, owns a hair salon. I mean, it's, we're, we're a very unique um, 
set of people and we we appeal to a very large audience and what we're doing is so much different than what most real estate agents are doing i mean both on the personality side of things the digital marketing side of things i mean everything we do is just different um so i mean I don't know. We'll we'll find out in a couple months whether yeah. we get it or not. But I think we sweet. got a good shot. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty us. confident. Yeah. And I mean, they're they're they they love us. They see what we're doing, and I mean, we're we're pretty cool stories. So that's not awesome. To toot our own horn, but that's awesome. That's really cool. So we, every show we do this thing called three questions. Uh, they're uh, totally random except for the first one. Um, first one is, uh, let's. Are you guys ready? Is everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. So first one is what scares. You guys, each of you individually. Do you guys have your own answers is my point. So I had a pretty fucked up dream last night. (laughs) (laughs) No, the true story, I couldn't even sleep. And, uh, you know, I was a little nervous about the podcast, first time getting on a podcast. And uh, I woke up like 2.30 in the morning. I'm like feeling my mouth. I had this, it was like a lucid dream where the whole top of my mouth just fell out. <laughs> and I like scheduled, it felt so real. Like I went to the dentist, they're trying to sew like it in. Like an old man's dentures? <laughs> like, yeah, like the whole top just like gum. split in half. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to do the podcast. Like, I swear, like <laughs> so real. Yeah. So, <laughs> that would not be my concern if my, the top of my mouth fell out. I can't that's do my podcast. biggest fear. <laughs> I can, I love it. Losing your mouth is your fear. Yeah. Lose, First time I've ever heard that. That's good. Wow. It was fucking scary. Yeah, it was like, oh. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it's a little more realistic. Um, the, the fear of just not not being a good enough father to my son. Um, I mean, it's it's a very important thing in my life, so it's something that I'm always trying to like make sure that I'm providing for him as as best as I can. Um, and I mean, that's kind of what this whole Inked Michigan Realty thing started for. I mean, yeah. to build a legacy that I could leave behind for my son, and that's kind of the initial reason that I created this soon to be beast that's awesome so. that's awesome okay next question if you could only keep one tattoo which one would it be and <laughs> why gonna ask. <laughs> you gotta keep uh, one you got more so mine's pretty easy right. i got uh i got mob right here right on my hip and uh the first mom. time my mom saw it, she's like mob what is that and i'm like mother over bitches mom you know? <laughs> <laughs> So that's my favorite one. I'll never get rid of it. It All just right. says MOB right there. I'm going to go with my hand tattoo. So um, I've been sober just under six years. This uh, hand tattoo says liquid trouble and is essentially a bottle of booze with a skull in it. So it's kind of like. It reminds uh, you. It, it not only reminds me, but like I, I've been in a couple situations over the years where like I've thought about like drinking again. And it's kind of like that last reminder. Like it's if right I, on if the I, hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I were to take a drink, like that's like kind of my last chance. Um, that's for so that. Cool. That one's, I mean, it's got the most value to it i mean everything else is yeah i could wipe them clean and then just start over um but they'll be replaced if they do go away so (laughs) i mean that's that's who i am so (laughs) that's awesome so the last question is what is the biggest challenge you see uh in your business going forward from here just growing pains in general honestly i mean even like just three months into this partnership how quickly we're growing it's it's kind of making us have to adapt on the go very quickly um i mean like even something as simple as hire hiring an administrative assistance which we just did but like growing at the rate we're growing and bringing in a buyer's agent and not having an administrative assistant was like a huge mistake but mm-hmm. at the same time like we didn't want to slow down the growth so i mean it's something we're going to continue experiencing as we grow we're we're not going to be prepared in certain aspects to to scale to level that we are but i mean we've we built a pretty scalable system to where 
as we grow, we can kind of ramp things up. But as far as like bringing other agents on board, if if you're out there and you're looking for a place to call home, we'd love to have you. A yep. um, little self promotion there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you can't be normal in any way, though. Yeah, yeah no, no you, 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 you've definitely got to be weird. I don't mean, show up to an interview with the suit and tie. Yeah, yeah please, please don't, and have some personality or or get out. But uh, no, awesome. I mean, it's just yeah, it's. Just how quick we're growing. I mean, it's going to cause a lot of growing pains, and we're already starting to see that very early on. So that's awesome. Uh, Any? That's three questions. Three questions. Yeah, that's 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 it. it. How do people get a hold of you? Oh yeah, do that. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Two four eight nine three four one nine three eight. Yep, that's our. What's your website? Uh, it's www.inktomichiganrealty.com. I don't know why I said www, because you guys all know that goes there. So, w. You don't so, yeah, type that in anymore. old timers that think they still got to type in www. Um, <laughs> if you need to mail us a letter, because that's the way you roll, 35 West Huron. Yeah, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I hope nobody actually goes that route. But <laughs> Instagram, Ink to Michigan when Realty. When you're giving your re- your email out and you say capital. <laughs> no, no, if you give your email, <laughs> email out and it's at AOL.com. Uh, we do yeah, not yeah, have yeah, a fax. Yeah, no fax. Oh, so yeah, no, no fax. Machine, to fax us. So send me a picture on your phone. That'll work. I'll turn it into a PDF if I need to. There we go. <laughs> yeah. any, any clients that work with you, do you guys have, you said your brother owns a tattoo sh- or is a tattoo My artist? brother is a tattoo artist, yeah. Do, uh, do you have a, anything going with him where any client that works with you can get some discount artwork? No, I have thought about it, though. You should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. It's not a bad idea at all. So, uh, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. I know it went by fast. You, I mean, we could talk to you all day. You get a lot really interesting. Part story. two. I'm really interested to see your growth, and obviously, we'll have you back on in a, in a few months and see where you guys are at. But congratulations on the success you're having. You're bringing on some more partners. You're you're growing. You're going to you potentially have a TV show. Uh, all good stuff, man. Congratulations on all that. And appreciate that's it. it. That's our show. Thanks guys. a lot, boys. Awesome, man. All Thanks right, for everybody. Us. Thanks, so guys. Catch sure. us on iTunes. All that stuff. Love everybody. Bye. Inked Michigan. Peace. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available.